And is it true? Is it true? This most tremendous tale of all, seen in a stained glass window's hue, a baby in an ox's stall, the maker of the stars and sea, became a child on earth for me. And is it true? For if it is, no love that in a family dwells, no caroling in frosty air, nor all the steeple-shaking bells can with this single truth compare that God was made man in Palestine and lives today in bread and wine. Perhaps tonight you join John Betjeman in wondering, is it true? Perhaps with Betjeman you know that this simple truth, as he declares it, is indeed the most extraordinary of realities in your own life. As he says, that God was made man, the maker of the stars and sea, became a child on earth for me. In Betjeman's wonderings and questions, he knows that if this is true, it is the most extraordinary of tales ever told. And if it is true, then God did it for him, for you, and for me. Consider this night the humility of your God the one who made all things, the one through whom all things were made, the one who is the source of light and life, the one who fills heaven and earth, became a babe, a helpless child, an infant, in the arms of a mother whom he at that same moment sustained. Consider this night the love of your God for you. That he might come from such heights and come down to such lowliness for you and for me. Tonight, indeed, we are on holy ground. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. But what difference does this make in our lives? If the Word becoming flesh was just a one-off moment in the life of the Word, in the womb of the Blessed Virgin, if that is all it is, what difference does it make for us? The message of Christmas is that what happened to the Virgin can happen for us. That God can be born in our lives that his life and his love can come to us, that God can take possession of our frail flesh and make it glorious. The God who came down at Christmas can come down and fill our lives. The God who stooped down so low can stoop to welcome you and I.
on a train home from Northumberland. Just a few weeks ago, I was passing the cities, Newcastle, Durham, York. The snow was falling. And as I pulled into Durham Cathedral, if you know it, Durham Station, you get a sight of the cathedral. Snow covering the tops of that great church. A lady called Kemi from Nigeria came and sat next to me. We got chatting. It was early December, we were talking Christmas plans, and so I asked Kemi, what is it for her that makes Christmas so special? I wonder how you'd answer that question. Kemi said, for her, Christmas is all about sharing. Sharing time with friends and loved ones, sharing food and memories, sharing presents, sharing drink. And it was only after talking to Kemi that I realised how profound her statement had been. Christmas is all about sharing. The Word became flesh. God shared our humanity. God took on what he was not that we might become one with him. The first collect after Christmas says these words, grant that as he came to share in our humanity, so we may share the life of divinity. That is what is on offer tonight. That we may be brought into the very life of God, that in the words of Apostle Peter, we might be sharers in the divine nature to be brought to God who was brought down low for us you see the Christmas story reveals what we were made for but equally our destiny if we will only realise it we were made to be like God but we wished to be God to call the shots in our own lives. And so we were less than what we were made to be. And yet he, the word, though he was God, he wished to be human. To reclaim, to recover, to restore what was lost. And bring those he had made home. Human pride turned us from God so much so that only divine humility could raise us up this year in April I had the privilege along with Rebecca my wife and Rosanna our little one year old daughter and Rebecca's parents to go to Israel one of the highlights of the trip was to visit Bethlehem to cross into Palestinian territory and to go to the church of the nativity the place believed to be where Christ was born in order to enter the church of the nativity you have to enter through the door of humility it's a three foot door you can only enter the church by bowing down or kneeling and so every person who ever enters the church of the nativity bows down low. They kneel. And so as I finish, let me ask you, this night, how will you respond to the entrance of God 
into his world. This most holy of nights, how will you respond to the entrance of God into your life? Some of us may, with Betjeman, as I said, be wondering, is it true? This most tremendous tale of all. Well, if that's you, let me encourage you, as Stephen has said, to join us on Alpha in the new year. A space for questions, for doubts, for discussions. But consider for yourself this simple truth that God was made man. And yet, of course, for many of us, we know this tale to be true, not just true in history but true in our lives and in our experience. And so for us, this night, we too bow down low. As we will sing in a moment, O holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Saviour's birth. Fall on your knees. O hear the angels' voices. O night divine, O night when Christ was born, may we all enter this most holy of nights, bowed down low, before the God who became low for you and for I. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.